0: Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. I'm your host, Haley Rowe, and I help you get clients consistently, market your standout offers, build your business foundations like your messaging, your niche, your offer, and I help you build a sustainable, profitable coaching business that works with your schedule. And I'm so excited to dive into the show. Here we go. Guess what? I'm so excited to announce that my free private training sharing how to book paying clients consistently without posting more or needing a big audience is now live for an encore. You can check it out at com slash training. You get to learn more about the inner circle. You get to learn the behind the scenes of what I share with my clients and learn how you can get your next clients without needing to obsess with stressful launches annoying tech, all that kind of stuff. So check it out and can't wait to hear how it goes for you. Hello, we're gonna talk about websites today because this is a hot topic among coaches. So if you're a coach and you already have a website, go ahead and put a one or a two in the comments below so I know someone's watching and somebody already has a website. Actually, let me rephrase that. Let's put a one if you have a website, let's put a two if you don't have a website. So one means no website, two means you have a website. And if you wanna even put your website in the comments, go for it and I'll check it out, I'd love to see it. But we're gonna talk about what to think about when you're trying to decide if you need a website and when's the right time to get a website and all of that stuff. So if you're new here, I'm Haley, I'm a business and marketing coach for health and life coaches and mindset coaches and I help them book clients online. I help them get their business foundations down. So what is your program? Who is your niche? Um, how do you consistently post content online that people wanna engage with and you know find clients who wanna work with you? Um, so that's the kind of stuff I do, but I also have a done for you team. And one of the things we've done for clients is landing pages and websites and what i see a lot of coaches coming to me with is they they get a website before they really know who they are as a brand and what they offer and what works for their business meaning they've never actually booked a lot of clients they've never had a lot of proof of concept yet yet they think they need a website right away as the first step and even though you think you know having a website is the first step i think that you can actually book high ticket clients without having a website Get a couple clients in the door. Get clear on what is, you know, the proof of concept. What works? What what language speaks and resonates with your audience? What caused them to buy? And then you have the copy, and you understand your niche, and you're more ready for a website. Because what you don't want to do is get a website first thing, and then have to change everything when you actually learn what works and what gets conversions and that kind of thing. So I made a big mistake when I first started of getting a website, thinking I knew what my audience wanted, and then finding out actually it was different, my messaging needed to be different, the structure of my program needed to be different, and then having to change everything on my website that I already spent thousands of dollars on. And I also hired the wrong people back in the day. My first group of people who did my website, they like disappeared. for a couple weeks it was a whole problem and then i couldn't manage my website because they made it on something i didn't know how to manage so when you're going into getting a website there's a couple things you want to consider number one start with minimum viable products so before you hire somebody to make a big website for you i suggest you actually start with a calendar link for booking discovery calls and a simple google doc that has in order what you would want on a home page of a website but like you can use that with people who you connect with before you have a website and just something simple. And you can design that, you can put images on it, you can put testimonials on it, and it can be your thing that you use for now organically before you have a full website. So that's the first thing, that's one thing you can consider before you need to invest in a website. A lot of the things I try to do in coaching with my clients is save them from expensive mistakes. So that's something that we sometimes start with. And once you have that, Then you can kind of think, okay, if I'm going to get a CRM system, meaning if I'm going to start to try to gather email addresses, you do need something where people can opt into your email list. So a lot of email marketing um, sites where you can collect a list and email your list have ways you can make a landing page or an opt-in page. And that would be the first step up from just having a Google Doc and not having anything and, and maybe your calendar link. So that would be the second step. Maybe you get MailChimp, maybe you get lead pages, maybe you get something I use called Kartra and it's very, very much more elaborate. I don't think you need that starting out. But that way you can have a link now that you can put in your bio and things like that where people can opt into your email list. But also on that landing page, you can put you know the benefits of your lead magnet and promote your lead magnet or whatever. So that's like a next step up. But then when you're like, okay, I have a lead magnet, I have my calendar page, I have a Google Doc that I've been using to communicate what I do and you know, the benefits and all my testimonials, and you've seen it work, meaning you've seen some people interested, you start to know the language of your ideal clients, you've maybe booked a client or two, then you can start to be like, okay, I think I want a nicer website now. I think I want to have something that establishes my credibility, that you know, has my bio, that has all my testimonials hosted in one place, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and probably promotes on the homepage a call with you if you're a high-ticket coach doing one-on-one coaching or a small group program, that's high ticket, and maybe your lead magnet, and that's it. You don't wanna have 12 million different things on your homepage that's like 12 million different offers, all this detail, because you're gonna lose people. Confused people, you lose. If you confuse people, you lose them, right? So that's the order I would go in. And then when it's finally time to get a website, you gotta decide what you're looking for and your criteria. So what I mean by that is You genuinely or generally, sorry, want to have a homepage that has, you know, right above the fold before I have to even scroll anywhere. What you do so I know within two seconds how you can help me and and think about your viewer looking at the website. So what do they want? What's their dream outcome? Make sure that's right at the top of your website and then a book a call button and then maybe some, you know, benefits of booking that call with you and then some maybe some testimonials and then an about you short section if you want to have that and then like a little lead magnet option or something on your home page that would generally be what I start with then if you want to have a full site you can have you know your own about page your own package page whatever you don't I wouldn't suggest that you list out everything about your package but I would list out the benefits I would list what makes it unique I would have some testimonials all that kind of stuff And then you might have like a blog page if you have a blog or if you have a podcast or something like that. But you don't even need that if you don't have that. And you might have like a media page if you've been featured on podcasts and stuff like that. I'm actually getting revisions on my website because mine's super outdated. My testimonials are old, etc. But it just goes to show you I haven't needed that to rely on to be growing my business. It's kind of been like in the back of my mind like, oh, I got to update my website, you know. And so I'm doing that now and I'm excited to have it done and be able to use it. But in the meantime, I've been using my landing pages that I've had. I've been promoting my freebies. I've still been using my own Google Doc to summarize my programs. Like it's okay to not have it going. So you don't need this. This is not a necessity. Does it help? Yes. Does it make things more convenient? Yes. Does it help you start to rank in Google SEO? Yeah. So that's another benefit you gotta think about is SEO one of your strategies that you wanna have in your business. And if so, then yeah, it might make sense to have a website sitting there with new content going on it, that kind of thing. So once you think about, okay, here's what I want for my website, I suggest before working with a web designer, you actually put it in a Google Doc, the order you want, the copy you want and work with a coach, aka me, or yourself and get clear about the order, the copy, what you want. Because if you expect the web designer, I mean, you can hire a web designer who has copywriting skills and who can do all of that for you, but it's going to be hefty pricing-wise, right? So get it clear first how you want it and then, and each page how you want it. And that's a wonderful way to communicate with your web designer because if you hire a web designer and you expect them to know everything about you and be able to read your mind, you're going to be disappointed. So you have to, if it were me that's what i did the second time around with my website when i was not a new kid on the block anymore i put it how i wanted it i explained i used examples i said here's my branding i like here's sites i like here's the order i want here's a copy i want here's how i want this to look i want it to be a drop down like everything right and then it was flawless because i was like oh yeah that you know they they get it right but when i expected them to read my mind it didn't work out so well right so that's the other thing and then you also want to keep in mind um when you are communicating with your web designer and hiring a web designer, that you put it on something you'll be able to edit later if you want. So in other words, don't use something they host and then you have to keep paying them to maintain it. Don't, um, I I would definitely have your own like WordPress or your own Squarespace or your own Wix or whatever and maybe um, ask them and make sure that they're not using a plugin or something that you won't know how to edit later. So. Most of the time, they there's tutorials for whichever plugin they use to make your website, but um, you just want to make sure it's one that you're gonna be able to look up on youtube and and manage. So make sure you go over with them. like how what do you use to design the site? Will I be able to edit it when it's done? Um, will it will all this be in my name and my control afterwards? so I don't have to keep paying a maintenance fee or anything like that. Um and sometimes you want to pay like you probably want somebody to pay somebody to upkeep your website, but for the most part, you you can probably make plugin updates yourself and all that stuff if you're um, having a lot of like plugins on your website and fancy features and stuff that you have to keep updated. So this might be over your head if you don't know a lot about tech. So if you have questions, you can ask me, you can reach out. But what I want to save you from is you know, getting a website, spending thousands of dollars on it, being disappointed, having to redo it again, not having it in your control, not knowing, you know, feeling like you don't understand anything. Um, That is like the worst nightmare as a coach, right? So don't do that. And if you have questions, talk to me. But that's what I suggest to have a, a site initially. And I would love to check out your sites if you already have one. And I can't wait to share my new site with you once my updates are finally done. New testimonials on there, some new uh, copy based on what has changed in my business since when I first started the site versus now, um, all that good stuff. So stay tuned and I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And if it's really helpful for you, I'd really appreciate if you share it and or leave a written podcast review. This tells the podcast sites that our show is useful and it will be promoted to more people that way. Thanks again.